Happy Is it good? end of the year. Are you doing good? Answer out loud right now. Go. Cool. Nice. Good. Yeah. Same to we're, be honest. Yeah. yeah, we're doing good. We're yeah. I mean, you know, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um this is episode number two. I can't believe it. Episode one was was a little bit, for me, felt a little bit like pulling teeth out. It was a little bit disastrous, but, you know, you guys uh, actually enjoyed it and wanted us to come back for more. So yeah. we're doing it for you. You know, and I, I say it was a little bit like pulling teeth out, but I have actually always liked the pain that you get Ooh. specifically with teeth. Like having all of my adult teeth. That's terrifying. That's like one of my worst nightmares. Really? Is the teeth falling out? Or just the feeling? Just. It makes you drool. You know what I mean? It's like a drooly kind of pain. And I kind of like it. Oh my God. That's horrible. I know. When I was a child, I went to the dentist and refused to get my tooth pulled out. Really? And I hid under the the desk. Did you seriously? Yeah. Oh, that's great. And I refused to get out. How did they figure it out? What happened? Well, basically, they kept yelling at me to the point where I was so fed up with it and I was so tired of being under this table that I just ran out of the actual establishment into the street. Seriously? Yeah, my mom just came out of the street and was just like, I am so disappointed in you. Wow. So you didn't get the teeth pulled out? No. Wow. I got a lot of teeth pulled out when I was a kid. For some reason, my, my baby teeth were really stuck in there. I remember one time I got four teeth pulled out at one time. And that was the Ooh, worst thing ever. That's horrible. But the well, but like I said, like, the feeling was good. Sounds like you liked it though. Well, the Maybe amount of blood that was in my stomach, in I d- I do actually think that all the like, all that stuff that I had as a kid made like made me have to enjoy it because mm-hmm. it was like pain. And I had an yeah. expander in my mouth and a retainer and stuff like when I was in grade school, mm-hmm. and so it hurt. And I I think I just learned to like the pain. That's interesting. I guess. But not like I don't like all pain, but that yeah. that's a special type. I guess I get it because my dad one time pulled out my tooth with a yeah. wrench. Yeah. And it was very intense. Yeah. And I, it was kind of like a relief in a way. It is, right? Yeah. It is. I mean, the blood is bad. You don't want a lot of blood. That that part's not good. But but the feeling, the sensation to me, it's not bad. Yeah, it's okay. It's good. Anyways, so that's what the first episode was like. So, yeah. Anyways, thank you guys for watching. Um, and listening. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh, shit. See, you remembered the spots on some of these. So, so we actually, I, I put two new sounds in, mm-hmm. and you haven't heard them yet. Don't play them right now. You don't want me to play them now? Let's let's surprise people with them. Okay, all right. When you I'll, think I'll it's surprise you, too. Surprise me by using the sound effects appropriately right. throughout this episode. Good. That sounds great. Um, so for those of you that are watching, you may notice um, that I painted Leapfrog on our soundboard because... We've rebranded. Yeah. This is now our little soundboard will be referred to as the leapfrog. Exactly. I have a schedule in this notebook. First order of business uh, is morning meditations. So morning meditations is a, is a time in the show where we give a small reflection, something that we're thinking about uh, personally, each of us will. 
and uh, we'll, it's a, a beginning, a new sort of beginning to the day, to the metaphorical day. Uh, so I can go ahead and start first. My, uh, sure. my, my morning meditation is, I want to think about, you know, I have, a, I have a lot of work to do this week, a lot of things that I'm working on. And uh, I want to think about sort of enjoy, it's also going to snow. Tomorrow it's it's supposed to snow for the first time this year for us, and uh, so it's cold outside. Uh, we're still quarantining. It's um, been snowing. What do you mean? Not really. No, not like a, a genuine snow where it it lands and sticks okay. on the floor. I think it's. I think we're supposed to get like a snowstorm tomorrow. Somewhat, it's maybe lovely. an ice storm. Nice. So you know it it it's gonna be it's gonna be cold out. It's gonna be snowing out. It's gonna be like you know you're really just inside like the quarantining of the quarantining. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've got work to do. So I want to I want to think about my morning meditation is is going to be to enjoy the small tasks that I have to work on, to take the big the big goals that I have and to break them down into smaller tasks and just to sort of be snugly, you know, in my in my nice warm house with with um, with, you know, the whatever task is right in front of me with snow outside and and uh, a quarantining world and just to be focused. So focus, I guess, is, is my morning meditation. So before I say my morning meditation, I want us to take a deep breath together. So inhale through your nose. And exhale through your nose. And just like that, I released a lot of tension in my body, in my brain, and I'm sure you have too. My morning meditation is to stop thinking about the past, but obviously that's not possible. So I guess I want to remind myself that thoughts are just thoughts and they don't have any meaning until I give it to them. So. I can just let thoughts flow and not actually let it affect me. And yeah, just shut up that monkey brain. That's good. That is a, a kind of a literal meditation, I think. You're describing the act of meditation. So that's good. Sounds like you need it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing we could do is we could, we could talk a little bit about episode one. Um, just be, the fact that we are back here doing another episode, I think, uh, we deserve some level of celebration. So we're going to eat, um, some cookies because to celebrate, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. These are cookies that we got from. These are from Potbelly. Yeah. Okay. During quarantine, they have, um, you can just get the cookie dough and then you can bake that cookie dough yourself. Basically, um. I took out all of the chocolate chips out of my cookie, and it looks incredible. I'm so mm. excited to eat it. So these are these are chocolate chip oatmeal cookies, and they're some of the best cookies in the world. For whatever reason, the the chocolate chip well not for for whatever reason they do a good job. The chocolate chip oatmeal cookie from Potbelly is so good, and they come in little bags, mini bags of twelve, and those are great. But they also have these large sizes. So yeah, Glenda took out all the chocolate chips of hers because she wanted. I mean, and I kind of agree. Like the the ultimate, I like chocolate chips. Mm. Well, how is it? 
It's so good. Yeah, good. Mine mine has chocolate chips in it, but you guys want some mukbang ASMR? Yeah, we'll be we'll be eating this. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want too much lip smacking. Because that's disgusting. Yeah. I don't know how much you guys like that? Yeah. Like. Uh, you have a you have a. a di- you get disgusted when you hear your mouth mm, sounds mm-hmm. like it's a thing for you. I'll be eating with you, and you'll be like mad at. It. I remember that it's, was something forever I've known about you. You get it, angry like, at me if I make too much sound. I know I can't help it. Um, yeah, I feel like there is a word for that. I just I get very very irritated when I hear any kind of body sounds. Yeah, misophonia is what people call it, and it's just a condition where a person is overly sensitive to sounds. So uh, it sounds like a trigger. A trigger for you would be um chewing chewing just anything to be honest right. though which is weird because that's like a fetish for people a non-sexual or maybe i think it's a little sexual but <laughs> a non-sexual fetish right where people they like to watch videos of people eating or dogs eating yeah i see i feel like i get the opposite no. of whatever the pleasure people get out of a lot of asmr i get like right. the opposite where i just start getting really fucking angry yeah um I just start blacking out in rage. Yeah. So you still get a response. It's just rather than being like a response of pleasure, it's it's bad. It's, it's a bad it's response. It's discomfort. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I don't have any response. To me, it's just another sound. I mean, it's a little gross. It's a little like fluidy, yeah. but if there's no pleasure. I feel no like most distaste. people don't have a sensor for that because they're disgusting, just generally, in my opinion. Most people are disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I, it's also like a mat. Like I feel like it's a manners thing. Like I, you know, you say that, but I, it's more. It's like more than that. And there are times yeah, where, no, like, you're right. you'll overly think about it, and someone will be trying to not make a sound. But I, like, I feel like people are very unaware. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I think you can't really true. fault them if they weren't taught manners. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a, it's more of a, right? Woo! It's a reflection of their character, right? If they make too much uh, sounds, nice. There you go, hitting the leapfrog. Oh, oh, this is I. Oh, shit, I should have used this one before, but basically if, if someone's making mouth sounds, you know how you would respond to that? How? Stop it! So that's oh, Judge Judy. Oh my god. We got we got a Judge Judy sound. <laughs> it's just her saying stop it. Stop it! Hell yeah. Which I think that could be useful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's ways we can kind of bang that out. And then, and then I'll, I'll spoil the surprise. There's another Judge Judy sound. <gasps> and I was looking for Judge Mathis sounds um, and I found that you can watch like a lot of episodes of Judge Mathis on YouTube in their entirety. Like they've uploaded many of them. So if anyone wants to see some Chicago um, TV law, I don't know. We never really found out if only people from Chicago watch uh, Judge Mathis or if more people do. But yeah, it's a, you, you uh, could, could watch it. I mean, probably every every major city has like their, their judge, their fake TV judge. But um Here's what I'd say about your your TV judge. I would say he's a bum. Yeah, yeah, that's the other wow. one. So those are the two. Those, those are our two new sounds. But um, so I think episode one went pretty well. I mean, considering we we said it was a disaster, we said it was like pulling teeth. Then I told you I like pulling, getting my teeth pulled. But um, I'm excited. We we were excited to do more of it, and we were excited to have have people hear it and you know we got some decent response so that's awesome the fact that anyone at all is listening is great so thank you you want to finish your cookie yeah is what you're saying so you want to take a break and finish the whole thing yeah i gotta take a break is it easier to finish without the chocolate chips oh hell yeah nice it's so good it's just like an oatmeal cookie Mm. 
I mean, mine's great. The other thing that's really funny is not only did you get rid of, you did this, she did this with two cookies actually. So she completely got rid of all the chocolate chips, but then mm-hmm. she made one cookie that was like a super cookie that's just chocolate chips. <laughs> so it's just like packed with chocolate chips and it has very little oatmeal. Yeah, you can't waste it. No, and I'll probably eat it. You're not going to eat it, but I'll probably eat it. Mm-mm. This cookie that we're eating right now, sorry, these cookies are a celebration. And, you know, they're not just a celebration of episode one. Um, they're not just a celebration of finishing episode one and coming back to do episode two. You know, moving everything, putting the lights on, setting up these computers, writing on our leapfrog. It, really, it, it's also just a celebration of the end of, I think, probably the worst year of my life for many reasons. Uh, but this is this is the last episode, and it's only the second, but I mean, it's the last episode of 2020. It's one, really one of the last things we're going to do for 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... We decided maybe we talk a little bit about this transition from 2020 to 2021. So we're back from uh, from our first cookie break uh, of the episode, mm-hmm. and I I would say last, but I I don't know if it will be. We might need another one. Yeah, we might need another one, at least one. Uh, but we were talking about uh, the end of a year and the beginning of a new one, and I feel like 2020. I've been hearing a lot about oh 2020 is so bad. It's going to end. 2021 is going to start. But I'm a little worried that, you know, I agree. I feel that way too. But isn't it kind of a bummer that nothing is going to change on January 1st? You know what I mean? Like, yes, it's the beginning of 2021, but like COVID's not over. Quarantining's not over. I mean, time isn't real. Let's be real. Yeah. I mean, I know that's one of your favorite things. Concepts is time not being real. It really isn't real. No. If you think about it. This moment has already passed. We exist in the future. We exist in the past. So technically, there's no such thing as time. Oh, shit. So what does that mean for a new year? It's nothing. It's just trash. It's literally trash. It's like Valentine's Day. It's just an invention. Wow. But it doesn't mean it can't be special. So how do you how do you have a special new year at a time like this when you can't even go out and start doing the things you want to do? You focus the on the small things. Okay. This is not the time to be wishing for big things. Okay. Or to be starting and perfecting things. Yeah. This is the time to find a small task and get it done. That's good. Find so- small things that bring you joy. And do that, and that's it. So would you say that uh, New Year's resolutions should be sort of like that? I think everyone should adjust their expectations. Okay. Lower them? Yeah. Lower them. But don't see it as, like, settling for less. Okay. See it as being intelligent. Yeah. And genuinely carrying yourself, like, to the next day with grace, you know? With strength. That's an interesting idea because I, f- I feel like New Year's resolutions are usually like big tasks. Yeah. Like, like usually like I'm going to go to the gym every day. Like if right. that was your resolution, you can't even go to the gym. No. So what? Well, I guess like, yeah, what, what would be a good resolution? Maybe something like I'm going to make my bed every morning. Yeah. Don't worry Let's about 
don't worry about trying to perfect your holiday or your celebrations because you're not going to get what you want. Right. So you're speaking to the actual celebration, the New Year's Eve one. I guess, yeah, that and everything, really. Don't you feel like people <laughs> people are going to figure out a way to make you feel left out <clears throat> on New Year's Eve, even though like they can't go anywhere? Like somehow, somehow you'll feel like a loser on New Year's Eve, right? Oh, absolutely, you'll get FOMO. Because I feel like every New Year's Eve, no matter what you do, mm-hmm. a little bit of a loser feeling mm-hmm. underneath it all. So I bet you this year, I'm curious. I mean, I'm actually like, yeah, I'm kind of excited to see how are people going to make you feel like a loser this year you know not you but you at home how are they going to make you feel like a loser we could come up with some creative ways right now uh here's one big huge zoom a zoom with so many people (laughs) um that you know i have a confession to make i haven't used zoom at all not even once have you um we we have no i've never used zoom I've used Skype. Oh, yeah. We use Skype. But this is how few, you know, because uh, the COVID quarantine left me jobless. I've intentionally avoided it. Not not yeah. intentionally. I've unintentionally avoided it. That sounds wrong. Sorry. I've had opportunities. <laughs> unintentionally I've been invited. avoided. I've been invited to Zoom calls, and I just yeah. haven't had the chance to to go to them. So you're a little better than me then? Because I haven't been invited to a Zoom call. I mean, it's sort yeah. of been like, oh, let's do a Zoom call. Yeah, but like, I'm better than you. I would think that's true. Yeah. Well, you know what? Stop it. Stop it. Maybe people will have big, huge Zoom parties. Maybe they'll have Zoom parties with people from around the world. I mean, and it'll I be think like, look at all my global friends. People will have just parties straight up. And it'll be like, oh, a small kickback with my small circle of friends that yeah but there's a nice around myself with and agreed. none of us have covid agreed people none of will us do even that. feel sick yeah but there's there's a there's a big big old stigma around that so like the fomo thing's kind of gone because you have a good logical reason as to why you can like we have to live our life yeah but does that really piss anyone off that does that give people fomo i think hell yeah yeah i mean I guess so. Because you can write it's them off. Human. As like, as, it's just as, a human thing, you know? It's like Yeah, that's true. It's like when you see those science documentaries about monkeys and you see how like when one monkey is ignored by the other monkeys, they develop cancer right. because they're just in so much distress. Like that shit is physical. You get physical pain yeah. from being discluded or being left out. That's true. So, I mean, I'm sure people will actually have parties. Because that of is, course. is not anything. Of course. Yeah. Even like people, maybe they're maybe they're quarantining with like a big fun group of people. A lot of people. And they have been. A like lot of people are. they're living are, with yeah. them. So they'll, they'll, that'll be a thing, right? Mm-hmm. People with their families. Like, look at my big loving family. We're look all drinking my, together. Yeah, and look at my time. big happy fucking family. Yeah. On our vacation. That's isolated, obviously. But. Right. We're in ISO. Yeah, we're in ISO. Like, it's not like. We literally all got tested. Before. We just got tested, like right before you came. Like I'm literally getting tested right now. Like I have a person who tests me every five minutes on this trip. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I think I think it's hard to predict, but I would love. I mean, this this will probably air right before the end of the year. But keep an eye out on on New Year's Eve. Uh, what are going to be some of the really laughable ways and silly ways that you feel jealous? 
<laughs> of other people. True. I'm curious. And on New Year's and on uh, on just, you know, people's resolutions, if they have a better one than yours or whatever. I'm I'm always interested in that, being honest about the ways we're jealous. Uh, if they have a brand deal lined us. up for the first. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Or a job. If they have any kind of job. Yeah. If they have any form of income. Anything cool. Is there anything good about people? Because if there is, then fuck them. You know, that's kind of where <laughs> I'm at. Sort of where I'm at. But you know what? I, I, I decided I decided to make a list of good things that happened during 2020 and bad things that happened during 2020. And uh, I think the bad things that happened, there's a lot. And probably the worst things um, have to do with uh, mass disease and uh, white supremacy and yeah. things like that. Let's but, not talk about that. But we're not going to talk about nah. that. We're going to talk about the nah, fun bad things we cool exactly exactly we don't need to talk and you know about what if i start stuff. talking about that you know what you should tell me stop it exactly <laughs> could you see that i was looking at that specific button right now yeah. or did you just know i don't know i think you just knew i'm not sure i think you just knew uh but i, I actually made a list and i haven't shown you any of what's on this list yet so we're gonna start with the good things that happened in 2020. Uh, here are some good things that happened in 2020. Some of these are big and some of these like, you know, uh, global things. And some of them are just personal, just for me. Uh, the first one is is personal. I discovered Sharpie rollerball pens. And I think these are a new, I don't, I don't think they existed before because I was always super into pens. I used to illustrate all the time and draw and I would always have nice pens and always on the lookout and I loved rollerball pens and the dip, rollerball pen has a little ball in it and it slowly rolls out ink and so those are the real like juicy kind of pens not gel pens but they're juicy they're mm -hmm. not felt tip but they they roll the ink out and I've always mm -hmm. loved those pens and Sharpie never made any but they did they did finally and I remember when I found out I went to the store and I bought some and I used them and so I bought those and that was a good thing in 2020. Mm -hmm. Granted, it was pre-COVID, mm -hmm. but you know, still, I, I found a new pen I like, and I used that. I used a Sharpie rollerball pen to write the list that I'm reading off of right now. So I think that was a nice time. It was a nice thing. It's a good thing about 2020. Um, what do you think? You got any good pen stuff from 2020? I discovered the Sharpie fabric markers. Ah, that's recent, right? Those are pretty awesome. Yeah, that's another good thing. Yeah, Sometimes they're super cheap. Really? So they're not like the best quality, but I just like the, yeah. the brush tip. It's a nice yeah. drawing experience. Right. Probably easy to find. Yeah. Sharpie, like you them. know, that's that's they're great. Nice. I mean, sometimes a nice pen or a nice marker, sometimes that's all you need. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Um, Another thing I have here is some new types of reality shows aired this year mm -hmm. that I love reality TV. It's kind of the only genre of TV I can watch, period. Sort of the only thing I can watch um, is is bad reality TV. And I love, you know, I love 90 Day Fiance. I love, uh, I love watching shows like that. I love Smothered. Any of the TLC, you know, classics, mm, the, the masterpieces. I love that garbage. Right. And I wouldn't call it garbage because, you know, it deserves a lot more respect well, than that. Well, I didn't say garbage was a bad thing. That's true. Yeah. I mean, we talked about kombucha last time. It, I think reality TV is like the kombucha Someone's of television. Someone's trash is someone else's trash. Right. Exactly. Right. You digest it and you get a stomach ache, but ultimately it helps you poop. 
So and I would say that's that's Hell reality yeah. TV. Um, but there were but I'm all I'm all for pushing the genre of reality TV a little further. A lot of people really loved Love Is Blind. I didn't I didn't watch it, and you didn't like it, right? Nah. You told me you kind of didn't it was like okay. it that much, but but the I circle really get into it. The oh, circle was another loved, reality show. We watched that. And that was great, right? It was, a, was it was a, it was a different look at mm-hmm. at reality TV, and that was wonderful. That was if you great. haven't seen it, watch it. I feel like we can't even talk about it. it. Don't want to don't want to spoil anything. Uh, hope they have a new season of that. And and what I think what's great about that show is that it really was. I mean, I guess we could we should probably give the premise. The premise was a bunch of people living in a in a building in like a hotel and they didn't see each other, but they interacted with each other through this like pseudo social media app uh, on their TV. And so the whole show took place in their room, uh, not actually talking to anyone face to face. And what's crazy about it is it came out pre COVID and it was like completely about life as a quarantine individual. And what's cool about the show is they still painted the drama between people, the interactions between people. Um, that was great. So I, I love, I love that. You know, one of the good things in 2020 was, was that that we got two new types of reality TV, and maybe we could keep pushing that genre. Hmm. Maybe someday there could be a, a a Tarantino of reality TV and a, a Scorsese of reality TV. That'd be cool. Maybe it'll be us. Maybe. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, another thing that I have here as as a good a good thing um, that happened in twenty twenty is there was a moment about a day I think of debate on this but we thought that the New York governor had pierced nipples oh yeah we thought we really all thought that Andrew Cuomo had both nipples pierced like little bar piercings no but then I was like no he definitely just has like there were a couple hours there where we were like that dude has pierced nipples and that is awesome I, I was hesitant about it, but it certainly crossed my mind. But isn't it, it was, great? It was, I was like, maybe though. Isn't it he great might, that yeah. there was a, even just a second where, yeah, you thought definitely. There, where you thought that happened? That was happened. pretty funny. I mean, that's nice. Yeah, I like that. That, that was, was a nice that was moment a nice this moment. year. I like that. And we were all inside. We were all pent up. People were really I sick all around it. us. And we were we were like, you know, this man, this leader has pierced nipples. No, I'm just thinking about nipples. What are you thinking about nipples? That you have a responsibility to say a lot of things about nipples? I'm thinking about large nipples. And what about large nipples? Well, because I was like, that's the other possibility. But it didn't look like he had large nipples. It looked like he had a nipple that had a bar that came out. Like you could see through it. It looked. It wasn't. It was just like the shadow no, of the photograph. Yeah, but, it was. It was just a wrinkle in the shirt. Right, but it didn't even look like. Oh well, you can't have nipples that big. It wasn't even like a nipple sham. It was like his nipple. What his nipple shaped like? It has a ring. Totally. I mean, that was like that was. Oh yeah, it looked like a piercing. Looked like a piercing, and that sure. is like the thought too that like a governor, kind of a straight laced governor, would have nipple piercings. It's just this great. I think that's just mm-hmm. wonderful. Here's a bit we were just working on and we ended up cutting and um but let's let's go ahead and do it. Uh Andrew Cuomo does not have pierced nipples. Glenda wanted to do that bit. So uh, anyways, back to the show. <laughs> Here's another thing that uh, and I just found this one out. 
uh, when I was looking up, you know, things that happened in 2020. But this is a really interesting one. So somebody somebody hacked into Donald Trump's Twitter at some point over the year, which mm-hmm. I, I sort of remember, and, mm-hmm. and they posted something. Or something, I don't really know. But uh, they they revealed that his password was MAGA2020 exclamation point. No fucking way. Isn't that awesome? That like a Are president- Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that was his password. That's how they just guessed it. That's so funny. I mean, the fucking president, his password was MAGA2020 exclamation point. I mean, yeah, but he's a fucking idiot. I know. But that that's that's a moment. So we're, we're talking about uh, social media related um, things this year. So I figured I would share two additional uh, social media related, I think, highlights of the year. You know, mm-hmm. weird, weird moments, things, things that were uh, good from our perspective. Right. And one was was the official Fort Bragg military base Twitter account responded to like an OnlyFans promotional tweet. But like clearly some someone thought that they were you know, not, not logged into Fort Bragg or whatever. And and they responded and, and then, you know, Fort Bragg, they had to say that their account was hacked and all this stuff. But like, that was a great moment, right? Like what they said, it was a, it was a shot. Like it was some, some woman's, uh, uh, what, like only fans. And it's like, you could see her boobs mm-hmm. and, and it's, it says your boners POV. And then Fort Bragg responded, my faces, then my boners. And then my faces again, before I come up, to give you a deep, long kiss, oh. which is, it's kind of a weird thing to that's say just, anyways. It's just kind of a little... hmm. Another highlight I would say of the year is the Pope on his official Instagram account liked like a photo of some, some uh, was it like a Brazilian model? Yeah. Like a photo of her like ass. a sexy picture like of a sexy her, pig like a schoolgirl. Right. Cosplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Pope <laughs> liked it. That was great. The actual Pope. So that was a good, that was another great, just a great moment of the year. Mm-hmm. Sandwiched in between the rest of the bullshit. That was nice. Uh, I'm going to take now the second cookie break. I think you're good, right? You finished your cookie. I'm going to eat a little bit more of mine. So uh, just hold tight for a second. Uh, Glenda, maybe you can entertain them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat some of my cookie. Okay. Okay, so, so Glenda refused to uh, entertain you there during that break. I'm not a jester. You're not a jester, you're not a clown, not that's a what you clown. told me. Um, but I don't know, so I'm sorry. I, I just I had to eat the cookie and um, enjoy it, and I did. It's okay. So that was that was the second cookie break. Maybe the last one. Might be the last one uh, on this podcast for 2020. So I hope you enjoyed it because I did. <laughs> So I only have like uh, three other things here, but, and th- these are personal things. One is I built a standing desk. I built two standing desks. This, this one we're on right now. I built this one for her and then I've got one. It's the same thing. Love that. They're that incredible. A, that was a nice thing for the year, it's right? It's so cool. I love it so much. You can crank it. It's got the manual crank and you, you know, you raise it up. But, and when I say I built it, let me uh, backtrack on that a little bit. You don't got to be humble. I'm going to be humble a little bit. I got the base from Ikea, and then I made the tabletop. So built is kind of a strong word. Uh, but it, they, they are, you know, one-of-a-kind pieces. They're nice. So uh, that's pretty nice. And yours, I added a little uh, on the side. I've got a little little roll, paper roll thing. It's a, it's a, nice, mm-hmm. it's a nice setup. Um, so that was a highlight of 2020 for me. How about you? That was that was like same. Yeah, I mean, still, I, still I got, using the desk. Yeah, and to go with the desk, I bought a new chair. 
I bought a nice chair. I'm sitting on it now. I'm not going to show you because also this is a podcast. And you're supposed to be able to listen to it. But I got a chair that is, is I think, comfortable and it looks nice, which is really great. So mm-hmm. uh, loving my chair, loving my desk. And uh, that is something that happened this year. And I think I'll take this with me into the next. That's actually great because I've only ever had ugly office chairs. So congrats. Yeah. yeah it, it, I'm happy for you. Somehow it looking nice makes it more comfortable. Mm-hmm. I th- although I think an uncomfortable chair to me is comfortable. Like I don't like the the right. big chairs that are too squishy and, and mm-hmm. you sink back in them. I kind of like more of a, I don't know, kind of like a haunted school classroom, schoolhouse right. chair, you know, right. something more like that. So that's what I bought. I went, I found a haunted schoolhouse <laughs> in the middle of nowhere and I just grabbed one of the chairs and uh, the spirits have been with me ever since then. It kind of explains the three AM sense of been human. Yeah, that's it's it's from the kids, it's from the school kids. And the last thing that was good about uh, 2020 is I threw away a bunch of my T-shirts and I bought uh, black and white shirts of the exact same kind from one place. So now I have all my socks are from one one place, one brand of sock and and one brand of shirt, and I just. Like a cartoon character. Rotate it out like a cartoon character. And you know what? That's been a highlight of my year. I like that. Nice. Yeah. Good for you. 100% cotton. Made in the USA. It's a nice thing. It's comfortable. I appreciate it. Appreciate what I did for myself by doing that. Looks like that made Glenda want to vomit. Oh, oh, she's sneezing. (sighs) about to sneeze again. Just one sneeze this time? I Usually know. you sneeze at least twice. I know. Is there something wrong why you only sneezed once? <sighs> Too much pressure. Too much pressure. Okay. I got well, the mics. I got the camera. It's, uh, that's it's, true. It's a lot that's of pressure. True. That's a lot. The light. It's kind of a big thing. But but you know what? We got one sneeze and that's good enough for me. That's not good enough for me. You know, that's the worst feeling when you have to sneeze and you can't. So you feel like you do have another sneeze in there? I feel you just like they're just, they're trapped on the tip of my nose. Oh, that's the worst, isn't it? It's just stored in there. On the tip, not like deep in your no, sinus? No, no, no. It's just right, right there. there. Oh. The sneeze is just like... Oh, that's woo. the worst. Woo-hoo. That's bad. Did you ever get that? You know what I mean? Do you guys know what, do you guys know what, uh, what she means? You know what I'm saying? Do you guys know what I mean? I do have one bad thing. Of all the terrible things that happened this year, they were so serious and severe uh, to the world, to the country, to myself. The only bad thing that was like kind of happy and funny and nice that I could write down is that Taco Bell got rid of their potatoes. That's it. Oh, that sucks. That's bad, right? That's not okay. Their potatoes that were That was like good. the only thing I like getting there. I know. I mean, Taco Bell's got a lot of food. Oh, <laughs> Come on. Eh. But I mean, I, that's what I liked. The potatoes the were good. You could add them to anything. I mean, that that's a bummer. And it's, and it's not just a bummer for Taco Bell, but it's a bummer for fast food everywhere. You know, a good non-meat, you know, fully vegan option that tastes great. Mm-hmm. That you could yeah, add to things. Great. You could replace something. I mean, that is, it's a, it's not just a, Blow for. That did a blow. Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> See, I was trying to cry. I was trying to do like a cry I was thing. Trying but to go. Your sample just threw me off. I'm sorry. Why did he say that? <laughs> I was trying to go. 
man. This I'm fucking leapfrog today. is a piece of shit. I'm bad today. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You're not bad. I was, I was bad at this. I mean, th- I think the more you touch this thing, the worse it is. <laughs> the worse you get. I think that's what we learned. So, uh, it's like, uh, it's like, yeah, when you when you try something and you're yeah. better at it the first time, and then right. you try to do it again, and it's yeah, bad because you start thinking about it too much. Yeah, yeah. The leapfrog. It's is not really be beginner's long... luck. It's like literally how our brain is wired. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> on that note. Stop it. About the leapfrog, you know. Well, I, well, the leapfrog is a work in progress. We're gonna figure it out. It'll get better, you know. I, this this episode might be worse than the first one. What do you think? Well, that's a clear sign. I don't know. I mean, it, we're trying. We're trying. We're trying. We're trying. I think my energy is a little lower today. Yeah, it's later. It's later at night. But I mean, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, me too. I don't have a choice, right? We're we're here. This is the this is the room we're in. Thank you for being here with us. But thanks for being here with us. And if you made it this far, that's really nice of you. I really appreciate that. Um, uh, that's what you get, you know. That's your award, and we'll try not to let you down here. Um, so let us rise together, okay? I want everyone listening to step out of whatever you're sitting on. Should we do that? Step out of the womb. Should we step stand up and stand up? Should we do it? Stand up for what you believe in. How long should we stand up for? That's a, just you oh, can just stand and sit. Okay. I mean that's good. That sounds good. I I feel a little better. Actually. Yeah, me too. So we actually got our first email to the podcast. I'm so excited about it. Um. You guys can email us at ouropenrelationship at gmail.com and we might read it on the next one. Yeah, email us about whatever because because we're trying to do this weekly, it's going to be really hard to make each episode interesting. So a lot of episodes will probably be boring, but the goal with this podcast is to just bleh, bleh, you know what I mean? Just, bleh, just yeah. get ourselves out there and just bleh, too much. not think too much. Yeah, You know what? It's not too much because that's the point of the podcast. Yeah. That's why I'm doing it. I don't know about you, but yeah. but it's just, just get ourselves out there and just, bleh, you know what I mean? So so send us emails, ideas, things, criticisms. You could talk about the way I look, the way I sound, good things about it, bad things about it, whatever you want. You know, you could talk about the fact that Glenda only sneezed once today. Don't talk about the way I look. Okay. Well, I didn't say the way you look. You could talk about the way I look. Criticize me. Don't. Don't. Me. Okay. Well, 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 send emails, whatever. I mean, it's nice to hear from anyone. I love that. Uh, but, and we'll read them all anonymously. I mean, we won't read them. We'll know who, who sent it and we'll think about that. But, but we won't, we won't tell anyone what you said. You've got mail. Mail. You've got mail. Uh, so this person, um, said that they liked what you had, had, uh, mentioned about not wanting, uh, you know, intellectuals to tell you what to think. This is about Eminem, by the way. The email's not, but but we were talking about Eminem. Um, and how, you know, intellectuals kind of telling you how to think and, and making you uh, sort, yeah. of, sort of feel like you got to be Definitely. somebody specific. So, so what they said is um, the internet holds little space for error, but is big on representation politics. Woke culture can be toxic and cause people to nitpick small attributes of people's expressions to attempt to cancel. So they wanted, yeah. you know, they just wanted to hear your thoughts on uh, woke culture and uh, how it affects your your artistic expression, you know, specifically your perspective as an artist. Hmm. So, um, 
Yeah, and uh, and and what advice you might give to upcoming or continuing artists who have controversial artwork? Okay, there's a lot there. There's a lot there, and we can talk about you know however much of it you want. Yeah, I already forgot everything. Yeah, me too. I really can't Anyways, that was that the episode for today. So, so I really thank you appreciate for your email. you guys I appreciate it. Uh, sending an email and watching. It sounds like we we're kind of on the same page with um, how we feel about cancel culture, maybe, um, which is that it can start to become toxic and it can start to change the way that you work as an artist um, and just like have friendships or navigate your life. Um, that sucks, right? Like we shouldn't let those types of things necessarily um, affect us, but sometimes we can't help it and that's also valid. But I personally try not to listen to that. I try not to listen to what others want me to do. And if there's an idea that I get and I find it controversial, I'm usually tend I usually tend to want to explore that and yeah. dig deeper because that resistance I feel like is also coming from a valid place. Yeah, and I think there's a difference too between like um, exploring something, trying something, and thinking about something, and then like sharing it or promoting it. So like Absolutely. your artwork, you can always delve into topics that might feel like they're taboo or might feel like they're too much. And it's okay to make artwork that you then watch mm-hmm. and think like, oh shit, this is too much. This is not right, <laughs> or whatever, and then yeah. and then tone it back because like, right, you know, the, if an artist can't, if an artist has too many limits when they're actually creating something, that's a that's bad. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean. But you can yeah, you can decide, exactly. hey, if I put this out. Maybe this will make these people feel right. this way or these people feel that way. Yeah, my advice is like put it all out there, like make something and then reflect and be like, okay, right. what did I do? Is this making my point come across? Do I actually want to make this point? Did I make the point to myself and it's just not something I need to share with others? Like I think you got to go through those phases. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think it's important to not limit yourself when it comes to making something and just put it all out there don't think and then once you're done then you can reflect then you can pick apart what you did you could ask for opinions you can choose to not share it if you feel like you got it out of your system or you feel like it wasn't right or could be better whatever those those things are are totally natural um when it comes to making art a natural process to go through and we should all be doing that we should all be taking a step back and thinking about what our work means um and questioning the resistance to uh, explore certain topics that we feel like might spark conversation because you know i think as artists that's kind of like the most important part of being artists you know is yeah. like doing talking about the things people don't want to talk about, including yourself. And I think like, you know, this this person mentioned if you especially if your artwork is about controversial things, or your artwork is controversial, like I think that's a good thing to be able to admit because like the reason we should reflect on our on the things we make or the things we say or whatever is because not because like eventually we'll figure it out and then we won't be problematic anymore and nothing, you know, we'll be fine. It's it's like it, it'll always be a journey of that and it's okay, mm-hmm. I think, you know. So, so yeah, that's no one's good. perfect. 
Nah. One, there's no such perfect as Nike. No one's perfect. Yeah, and no art isn't really the concept. place to be trying to achieve perfection. I think, <laughs> yeah, that art make, that shows that a perfect sense, moral yeah. would be boring to look at anyway. So, and, you know, I mean, show it's, yourself. It, I think no what matter you, what, the concept of being woke has become incredibly warped because it doesn't exist. Um, I think what we should all be trying to do is become better and expecting others to be better not by yelling at them but by being tender and slowly guiding them maybe if they want to. Um, But also being forgiving of people that may not agree with you or see things the same way you do um that's that's a very human human way to be and if you can't accept people feeling differently than you than you um it's going to be very hard to navigate the rest of the world that's true so i don't know i would say question things question um your friends question your teachers question everyone you know that's a good uh, kind of lesson, lesson of the day, and that's a good, yeah. that's a good way to uh, to think about entering twenty twenty one, with that sort of energy, that sort of spirit. <laughs> and you know, I think, love, lovely email by the way. Thank you, thank you for sending it. Uh, There's a lot to talk about there, and we will, um, I'm sure, you know, maybe we'll bring it up again. We'll mm-hmm. talk about it again. But uh, yeah, that was great. Thank you, and and. And send us yeah, more thank emails, you so please. Much. Uh, you know, I think that we are we're nearing the end of the podcast now, and and I think we can uh, we could think about our nighttime kisses. What do you think? Yeah, let's do our nighttime kisses. Nighttime kisses. Kisses. Nighttime kisses. Night night. Nighttime kisses. Uh, um, I've got one, but I've got a, I've got uh, the, I've uh, got an two. idea. Oh, okay. Um, let's. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and get started. I think this was a hard podcast for me to do. This it was, was, was kind of low energy. It was, it was low energy. Yeah. So I, we're gonna learn from this. But I think, you know. Uh, what I learned from this is that you just power through things, you know, and, and relating this to my uh, my morning meditation uh, earlier today, this morning, uh, the morning of the podcast. Uh, you know, I I have a lot of work to do and I have a lot of things to do. And as I stay just sort of in them and try to enjoy those tasks as I work on them and, it, and the snow, you know, uh, um, drizzles down around me in the outside world, I am going to just enjoy the work and just and if I'm not liking it, and if I'm like, eh, I'm just going to do it anyways. And if it's bad, I'll deal with it later, but I'm just going to power through. So for me, the nighttime kiss is what this podcast, this episode of the podcast taught me, is to just shut up and do your work. Stop it! And and if you're complaining. Stop it! If you're in your head, you're like, I should not do this. I should just give up. I should I should lay down for five minutes and, and reset Maybe if, if it means continuing to work, but if it's just a way to get yourself to shut up, then stop it and just just do the work, just enjoy it, you know. And uh, I think I think there may be some people who enjoy this this episode of the podcast, and that means it's all worth it, right? Absolutely. Uh, what about you? You have a you have your own nighttime kiss, or 
Yeah, I think my nighttime kiss would be um, just speak up more and try to be more positive. Because I think sometimes it can be hard for me to just talk. Yeah. (laughs) I hugged hugged the mic. Was I shoving it down my throat? and just No. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Because if I do, you just hit me with one of these. Stop it. Because Judge Judy will snap me right into place. Yeah. But you're you're saying for yourself to just to just let loose and just talk, just blab. Just blah, yeah, blah. I'm yeah. I'm just I'm too I'm being I'm like in a self judgmental space mm. right now. It's tough. So I'm just kind of like psychoanalyzing everything I do. Yeah, that's understand. I mean, that is why we're doing this, right? And so I feel like this podcast was was an experience of me trying to let go of that a little bit. Good, good. That's the point. Uh, well, that's a great nighttime kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're good. I mean, I think, uh, I think we're ready to close it out. Look, I, I appreciate you if you listen to this whole thing. Um, and if you didn't listen to this whole thing, you're an asshole, but you don't even know that I said that. So whatever, that's fine. Let's just get through it. In which case, thanks, thanks for meeting me here at the end. This would be a good time for you to not only blow me a kiss, uh, through the screen or through your speaker, but to also reflect on your nighttime kiss. Yeah, true. What did you take away from this podcast? Right. What's one word that you can focus on today after this podcast that has to do with your growth mm. and what you learned like from that. this podcast? How have you grown after listening to us blab our little traps away? That's nice. Love you. Love you. Love all of you. And uh, I guess we'll see you next time. Adios. (laughs) 